second uh, our second time. So we started uh, we started yesterday and we started to go through uh, the the you know based on based on the original question in terms of what does it mean mashpino santi tzadik Russia you have to make the neshama or make a person take an oath that he's going to be a tzadik and not a Russia but on the other hand a person has to think of himself as a Russia and we started to to ask the questions that uh, first of all it seems to contradict other mamari chazal it doesn't seem to be a productive approach. It doesn't seem to be a productive approach towards Avoda at all. And we're going to use this, we're now going to take a little bit of a step to the left and start start to go down the path of explaining uh, the different the different world view of of, uh, of the Balatanya in terms of the makeup of a person, how that how that finds an expression in Avoda, and uh, and ultimately after after several several chapters, we're going to come back to frame the question. So he starts to say, "Acha inyan." We we read this at the end of yesterday. Kihine matzina begemara hein chalukais hein chalukas sadik v'tovlo sadik v'ralo rasha v'tovlo rasha v'ralo and a benani. Now this is where we're holding. Perish begemara. The gemara explains sadik v'tovlo sadik gomer sadik v'ralo sadik sheeno gomer. Now the, the the way that we would generally think about this are these these are external things a tzaddik v'tovlo rosh v'ralo you have a tzaddik and then there's some sort of externality that is coming to him that's tov or Russia and has some sort of an externality ralo tovlo you know whether it's rosh v'tovlo rosh v'ralo the path that he's going to go down and say that no tzaddik tovlo is an, is a description of the tzaddik we're actually making a chilek between something that's an inner reality as far as the tzaddik is, or the benini or the rush is concerned. These things are a description of the person and the neshama and and what we're, you know, the, the, the class of people that we're talking about rather than just describing where they're holding. He brings... He brings a raya, Baraya Mahemna, which is a portion of the Zohar, a certain section of the Zohar, Parshas Mishpatim Perish, Tzadik Viralo Shehara Kofof Litov, that the Ra that's within him is being suppressed by the good, meaning he's bringing this as a raya of a dis- uh, that his description of Tzadik Viralo, Tzadik Vitovlo, is a description of what's going on in the Panemius of the Tzadik, rather than saying that this is the Tzadik who has wealth coming to him. This is the Tzadik where the situation that he's in is tov lo. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about some sort of a some sort of a uh, a state of the tzaddik himself. The Gemara Sof Perak test the brachas. Tzaddikim yetsar toiv shayftan. Rasham yetsar rashayftan. Bainini zevazeh shayftan. Now we're going to have to come back to the bainini. What exactly that means? Does that mean over the course of time he's half tzaddik, half Russia? Clearly, we're not just talking about. And he's going to come back to the Gemara, the famous idea uh, in, uh, in in Rosh Hashanah. What, what what's a bainini? Somebody was half half good, half bad. He'll come back to address that head on, but for now he has a raya both from the Gemara and from the Zoyer as well. Then when we're talking about tzaddik v'tovlo or tzaddik v'ralo, we're talking about their their state of what their inclina- inclination is, their state of decision making. The tzaddik v'tovlo or tzaddik is somebody who the yetsar tov shoftan. That's their inner judge. That's what's driving them to make decisions. So the way that we're describing it is something that's going on internal to the tzaddik. Now the problem is now we're going to flip back and start asking additional questions. Amaraba kagona na benani. So the tzaddik and the rasha so far, at least going down this path, makes sense. A tzaddik is somebody who's driven for the good, and a rasha is somebody who's driven by the negative impulse. 
So where does this leave Abainity? Abainity is somebody who's driven by mediocre, or Abainity is somebody who sometimes, is it, is it that sometimes he's driven by the tzaddik impulse and sometimes by the Russia impulse, or is it just like, you know, a category of the different inclinations? It seems to be very difficult. It does, we're not saying Abainity is driven by like mediocrity, he's driven by a medium land, it's that he's driven by both. At the same time, comes Robin and says, Kagon Anabainani, Amabainani. Now, if you rob or abandoned somebody who never stopped learning, somebody who's like indisputably a gadoladar, then it, it, it doesn't make sense. Are you trying to say that there's no hope for anybody else? Which Ulahavin calls that bear hate, Dave. We're going to have to understand all of the questions that we addressed going into this, and our understanding of Tzadik, Russia, and Bainini clearly, we're, and we're not assuming that Rabba is a fake Anav. In other words, there's room for there's room for a spectrum of who an Anav is. Within reason, you can sort of you know question yourself, downplay yourself, but as we're going to describe, somebody who's engaging in negative behaviors, at least for that moment, depending how you, how you, you, know, you take your snapshot in time, is essentially operating as a Russia. They have a negative inclination and they're giving in to their negative inclination. If you're going to tell me that it's, it, but, but it, it, it's just not, but, 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 but we're going to see, you can't make that mistake. In other words, if we're, if we're going to be describing somebody who's engaging in negative behaviors as essentially a Russia during that portion in time, so let's say somebody who somebody who's eating not kosher in a restaurant or somebody who's doing something that's indisputably in a vera. You know, if somebody's walking down the street, within their realm of where they're challenged, instead of saying, you know, I'm at the height of it, you could say, you don't understand how hard it is for me. I don't view myself like that. But at a certain point, it becomes something between fake anava and just having a very distorted perception of yourself. And this comes back to, you know, the definition of an anav. At the end of the day, Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest anav. And there's a whole discussion in the Torah about Hashem's reaction to him when he just said, I'm not fit for leadership and I'm refusing. And at the end of the day, would have it would have hedged and prevented him from going forward and had taken on the leadership role that he needed to take on there's a and yet he was indisputably the biggest unov so being an unov doesn't mean totally mischaracterizing yourself it means something else which is a separate conversation but at least within this context abai says to rabba if you're going to paint yourself as somebody who's 50 50 who's essentially half a russia then there's something there's something wrong with this picture uh, I mean, there's going to be two ways of addressing that. Either you're going to say there's an answer to that question, or you're going to say that our understanding of what the comment was is was actually wrong, and that's not what he meant to begin with. So he says, Eov is commenting. He says, You know, that Kaddish Baruch created Risham, and maybe, you know, there's not accountability for that because it's the way that Kaddish Baruch created them. But leaving Eov aside, over there, he says that you created Risham. When we when we talk about there's a Gemara that says the way what the considerations Hakadosh Baruch creates, you know, rich people, poor people, chacham, not chacham. Hakadosh Baruch one of the thirteen ikrim essentially is is the idea that we have free will. We don't believe it's totally against everything that we understand that this predeterminism is predeterminism as far as being a tzaddik or Russia. We don't believe that God creates tzaddikim Risham. So like, what's Eov talking about? That can't be what Eov means. So how does it mean that God created tzaddikim? If a tzaddik and a rasha is the difference between somebody who makes right decisions and wrong decisions, that doesn't fit 
in fact, not only didn't Hashem make them one way, that's that's not that's the, that's not what the avoda is for us to own being a tzaddik or a rasha, not for our So this is as far as tzaddikim rasham coming back for a second to the rabba piece. What a benini is You can't say that he's somebody who just half the time does the right thing and half the time does the wrong thing. It's not a it's not a reasonable mistake. Okay, we're not assuming, we're not framing it as avoda. It's, it's not, it's not a reasonable mistake for 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 a person who is. It, it, there's actually a medrash. I don't remember exactly, uh, you know, the medrash verbatim, but it, it, it's something along the lines of it. It has to do with, um, it has to do with Yaakov. I, I believe Rashi already brings in Chumash that Yaakov had some sort of a Messiah that if any of his children died during his lifetime that uh, he wouldn't get Eilam Haba, something along those lines. And I remember Rav Yitzhak Berkowitz discussing the idea that Hashem almost had a tain on him. In other words, you know where you're holding. You you should have understood on his level. You should have understood that something else was going on in the background. That Yosef was you know becoming king someplace. You know you you know where you're holding. You have an idea of what your you know what drives you, what your ambitions are, what your goals are. To say oh and I'm not going to get Olam Haba at all. It, it, it's not something a person makes a cheshbon and nefesh. There there's an avoda to understanding you know where you're holding. To to just totally mischaracterize yourself. You're you're living in you're living in a delusional world. That's beyond the scope of an avoda. You're not going to be able to play yourself. In Noida. Go drop fighter. He says, The person that we're talking about is somebody that didn't stop learning long enough to the extent that it says that the Malach Hamavis didn't have access to him. So to mischaracterize himself as being somebody who's mediocre and smack in the middle, you know, let's let's paint it a different way, right? It's wonderful to run around and call everybody a tzaddik. If if Rabba's reasonable interpretation of somebody who's kind of 50-50 is somebody who doesn't stop learning long enough that the Malach Hamavis can't even access him, where does that leave everybody else? He walks around thinking everybody is just a total right. It, it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the, 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 the script. So he thought that he was 50-50, I'm 50 mitzvahs and 50 averis. It just can't be what it means. It doesn't, it, it doesn't fit everything. And a more, besides for the fact that it doesn't fit the Gemara, an even more essential problem is that if I am driven you know, to do the right thing and I engage in the right behavior, I'm a tzaddik. And the other times that I'm driven to do the wrong thing and I engage in that behavior and I say that's what I want to do, so I'm a Russia. So again, that doesn't mean that if, if we're, well, that doesn't mean a bainani is a category. That just means that it's sort of you're averaging things out. So what is a bainani? says, Right? There's a, there's a famous Gemara that says, well, the, the, in other words, there's, there's a, we're framing a tzaddik as looking at where you're holding at a particular time based on your motivations and your behaviors. So where does that leave a bainini? Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to be pariv, right? Whatever, whatever happens for good or bad, I'll just, it, like, there's, there's no such thing as a bainini. It might ultimately be, the, you might have the judgment of a bainini at the end of the day, but there's no such thing as somebody somebody called a bainini. The Gemara even says that if a person is a Russia and they say, I'm, you know, the Kedushin should be chal on the basis that I'm a tzaddik, the gummer, well then, if they even had a hear her chuva in the middle, it could be that they fit that bill. Well, maybe they were only abandoned. You read her, you know, it, it depends where you hold them. 
ואפילו האויבר על איסר קל של דברי סופרים מקרי רשע. And if you're going to tell me, well, maybe big averas make you a rasha, but small averas aren't a rasha. Now, the truth is, is, you know, it, it, this, this ends up coming up just as a, you know, parenthetical, a little bit of a slippery slope, because, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, I have my challenges, you have your challenges. The fact that on some sort of an objective scale, your challenges happen to be in averas that are, you know, objectively seemingly considered worse and mine are better, well, maybe you're putting up a fight and you're not, you know, you're not doing the terrible things and I'm totally giving in to my Yitzhara. It just happens to be that my Yitzhara aren't for things as bad as yours, you know. So it becomes a slippery slope once you start grading whether or not I'm a tzaddik or a Russia personally based on the types of Averas I'm committing because, it, you know, there's no constant in that experiment. But regardless, he says, don't think that, well, maybe, maybe a rush is only somebody who engages in real bad stuff and a Bainani is somebody who engages in bad stuff. It's just objectively speaking not as bad because I'll show you that if we're going to frame it as somebody engaging in bad behaviors is called a Russia, then we don't really split hairs even somebody who who, who violates a divrei kal from is called a Russia. These have paraphrased the Ivamas. A person comes and he says, <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a dirabanan. Something is usher dirabanan, meat and milk. At the I'm I'm gonna go. I want to eat. You know, between milks and flashics, I'm between milks and flashics. I'm not gonna wait. I don't do that. Okay, so we were literally having this conversation the other day. That's not, I, I don't care about that. You know, he has a taiva. As far as his avoda is concerned, as far as his avoda, you have your headphones in? Oh, no, you're backing up. As far as his avoda is concerned, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't impact this. He's just as much of a rush as anything else. You want to talk about punishment. You want to talk about how hard his, you know, maybe a person has more of an inclination against a do rice or a bun. His understanding should have been different. All of those things are fine. But as far as the fact that he was giving into the wrong inclination, that doesn't change based on the fact that it was a do rice or a banan. And I'll tell you that even somebody who is in a position that he should have protested a negative behavior and he didn't even engage in the negative behavior himself. He was only in a situation where he should have protested the negative behavior. He would be called a Russia. Now, let's not get lost in, oh my gosh, we're all sunk, right? It's a separate issue. All we're really trying to do is clarify the question that is very difficult to determine what a Bainani is. Number one, based on Rabba's reaction and number two, based on the fact that it's not well, what was the Avera type thing based? Because we see that the idea of engaging in behaviors that are framed as negative or not even doing something that you should have been doing already puts you in the Russia bucket. So this is going to be the platform in which we're going to launch into our discussion. This can't be what, you know, what, what the Tzadik Russia Bainini dynamic is because essentially then the whole structure falls apart. Not even a Durabana, a Doraisa, and it's a positive thing. He doesn't put on tefillin today. Right? He doesn't put on tefillin today. That and he's mavatal mitzvah Now we get really hardcore, right? Yeah, you're working all day, but now you're sitting there, you're between meetings, you have a per, you're in 770 right now, you have a perfect opportunity to learn, and you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna putz around on my phone. I have five minutes. What's my default? You have a perfect opportunity, nothing is taking your attention, and you're gonna go and literally just go on uh, you know, social media for and I don't have to check anything, I'm just gonna use my opportunity for this instead of that. I mean, now it's balanced out. You can go on Safari, you can go on Torah anytime, you can go anywhere you want. I'm that's not what I mean. Now, you know, if you can say I need a break or something, then that's productive. Maybe you need a break need a detox, but assuming all else being equal, right, that's, that, otherwise that might not be Bittal Torah, all else being equal, 
I'm going to be mevatel Torah. She all of those who are saying zukhan of the rachik kidvarish and baza he kares ti kares. Uh, a person who has the opportunity to learn Torah, that's not what I'm interested in right now. I just figure I'll do something else. Again, leaving out the aside, it's appropriate to relax, not relax, take a break, go on vacation. But we're, we're speaking in a principled way. A person decides that he's going to be mevatel Torah. It's worse than even being Isidurabanan. So basically, anybody who affirmatively engages in negative behaviors or specifically holds back from engaging in positive positive behaviors when there's no other resistance to it is already going into the Russia bucket. So if you're going to tell me that somebody who's a Russia, certainly during that snapshot in time, is literally not learning, goes into the Russia bucket, then who who is this Bainini? You know what that means? That means that a Bainini is somebody who has zero mistakes. Now, we're going to have to figure out then what's the difference between a Bainini and a Tzaddik. But that means that a Bainini is not mediocre. You're, a Bainini, at least for the time while he's classified as a Bainini, we might have, you know, we have different stages of life. It doesn't mean that a person's all one or the other or every aspect of his life is one or the other. But during the period of time within, within the Gedr that I'm referring to somebody as a Bainini, he doesn't have so much of an Isra of being over a Durabanan or being Mavatal a Mitzvah Sasei, even to the extent that he's not learning. The Bainini in his in his thought, speech, and deed is perfect. Okay, so the, now what's the Dainan Bain Tzaddik? But either way, now already we're starting to clarify that how Rabbah could have made a mistake. Now we're not talking about Rabbah saying sometimes I eat kosher and sometimes eat a not kosher. The, if, if the getter of a Bainini is somebody who has zero mistakes, it's possible that somebody who has zero mistakes could miss. It's something that's very panemius. But a person who has zero mistakes could could easily classify himself as being, I'm the type of person that makes zero mistakes who's classified as a tzaddik based on some sort of inner motivation versus I'm questioning what my inner motivations are even though I had zero mistakes, not even the oven of Bittal Torah, but I'm not 100% sure on the purity of my motivation or where I was holding. That's already a much closer thing where it's reasonable for Rabbit to have potentially framed himself as being, as it says, So now we're taking a step towards that direction and we'll just we'll just finish finish with the haga and then we'll stop for now he says uh, etc he's quoting he's quoting a piece of uh, a, a piece of desire where it says that even a, a tzaddik has a few averis this clearly contradicts what we said if a tzaddik is even a bainity has zero averis certainly a tzaddik is no averis first of all that wasn't the maskana in the zayar that wasn't elio's answer that was of him question to Elio and first of all he explains more in line with something that would be in line with what we're saying that uh, that 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 the meaning of a tzaddik who viralo um, is talking about somebody who uh, who is atoning for the avarice of others and so forth. He goes on, But nevertheless, clearly from the point of view of Rav Nuna's question, he does not have the same view of a tzaddik and Benini as us if he's framing the possibility that tzaddik has avarice. And therefore, th- therefore, the Balatani just notes, if you're going to go try to find me a Maimra Chazal that's going to be inconsistent with our presentation, there's room for other discussions. However, this is not going to be our approach and we're going to be diving to it, diving into it uh, in line with uh, with what we're saying okay we will continue next time